Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. Joining us on the end of the phone line today. How are you? Terry, how are you? I'm very fine. Thank you for uh, agreeing to come on a bit earlier this morning because uh, I think you're off on a train a bit later. I am off on a train. I have to go pick up my car. I wasn't, so I wasn't going to mention it. I know you weren't going to mention it, but I thought I'd, I'd briefly address it. Um, my, my car had died earlier in the week. I'd died in Broadford, and it's just been a, a bit of a mess getting to and from uh, the mechanics down there. But anyway, we're, we're fine. Apparently, apparently it's fine. Apparently we're okay. So <laughs> you don't have much luck with cars, do you, Max? <laughs> Sorry I, to say. I did, I did for nine years, and then and then I've lost two in four months, and it's not been in, well. I thought I'd lost two. I haven't lost this one. It sounds like so. Well, I'm glad your car may live to see another day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still need to drive it back, so that's that feels like a decent, a bigger hurdle than it should be. <laughs> yes. Now, I'm sure you can fill us in on everything that's been happening during the week, but we probably should mention that in today's paper, we always forget to mention these things. There is an employment and training special publication, so I guess that's definitely one for anyone who is looking for a job or looking to do some study or training. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I'm pretty sure it's an eight-page uh, little lift out, but um, yeah, heaps of information in there, so go have a gander and pick up the paper. Or I'll read it online. You can read the whole thing online with the digital subscription. So, um, and you can get it on yeah. your app, like I'm looking at right now. You can indeed. Mm. How many ways to see the paper? That's right. So tell us what's been happening this week, Max. What's been the big highlights for you? Um, big, I mean, there's obviously been a lot happening. The biggest highlight for me was seeing a lot of kids dressing up for Halloween, which we had across the paper a couple of times. Um, a few photo galleries of just kids dressing up as witches and spooky skeletons and superheroes and everything in between, um, which is a really nice change from the last couple of weeks of floods and the next couple of weeks of elections. Um, I, so that, I observed a different, differing trend with Halloween. Mm-hmm. Do you Did you do it as a kid, trick-or-treating? Um, I actually spent two Halloweens living in Canada um, and... They obviously go very hard on Halloween, and it was incredible over there. But I haven't done it in Australia. Okay, because I, I I did it, you know, going around, you know, knocking on doors, trick or treat, you know. But these days, no nobody knocks. Well, in my experience, in my neighbourhood, they don't knock on the door, and you're expected to sort of just leave lollies out at the end of the driveway, which I think is a bit of a shame because oh. you know you don't kind of get that interaction, and also there, there's no tricking or treating. There's no rotten eggs in the leather box if you don't give them sweets. Yeah, okay. I hadn't, I hadn't noticed that, but is that a, a case of I wonder if the house is decorated, then they can knock, and if not, then yes. obviously don't. There is a bit of a pushback you know, from some people, isn't there? There is, which I understand it is a very American holiday, but also having seen it in full flight, it's, it's incredible when everyone buys in, everyone dresses up, everyone decorates. It's kind of like um, yeah, well, no one drives any cars, just people walk down the street. Did you have a favourite costume this year? Um, oh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. It's like picking a favourite child. Well, I've um, got one for you. Uh, my favourite was that I saw online um, in the UK. 
The lettuce that outlasted Liz Truss. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant shepherdomize, but yeah, that that is a good one. Um, that is a good one. Mm. Um, American celebrity Heidi Klum dressed up as a worm. Um, I saw that too. Yes, that was pretty impressive. Terrifying. It was uh, very, very large worm. Uh, but anyway, that's um, yeah, some light news. More things that have happened uh, in Shepparton and around the region. Um, we won't dwell on it too much. You've got somebody coming on to chat about it. But the uh, the recovery hub in Shepparton opened today, uh, similar to the one I believe in Rochester, where people can just kind of walk in and say, "I've lost everything. I've lost you know, everything in my shed. I've lost this, that." Um, and pretty much someone can say, right, here's a suite of nearly 20 agencies that you can talk to. Here's the insurance people, the you know, financial help people, the legal help people, the um, you know, support. It's, it's quite an impressive setup, having spent a, you know, 15 minutes up there yesterday. So, um, and yeah, a very important step in the recovery for, for the region. So that, that's... I guess it takes a mental burden because if you, you've, got, you've been through something like that, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just find dealing with, you know, government authorities, you know, you just it kind of makes your head explode sometimes. So being able to walk in there and just have that mental load taken, taken off you and have that help to access those, you know, that assistance. Especially as so much of it is um, kind of online or over the phone um, and through automated bureaucratic systems, it's nice to have another a human being across the table from you Absolutely. Um, who can help? So that's, um, you know, full points for everyone involved from, from what so I saw. Who is involved? Is it, It's obviously council. Yes, I think council have coordinated it, but they've got, um, you know, insurance bodies up there. The Salvation Army is up there to help people out. Um, you've got, oh, I had the, the big old list of them, and it, my mind's gone blank because it's 6.45 in the morning. That's all right. Um, uh, so just uh, head up to the Senior Citizen Centre if you need that. Yeah. There is a, a photo in the paper and online of Shane Sully in front of the whiteboard that has the full list uh, of everyone that's there. What else is happening, Max? So we had the Premier in town to watch the Melbourne Cup, which was interesting. Apparently he, he arrived mid-race. He arrived mid-race <laughs> and missed half the race. Um, so good thing the Melbourne Cup race goes for about 15 minutes. Um, he was given a chance to watch some of it up at Food Share. Um, he didn't say much while he was here. He just kind of volunteers for their work and then disappeared again. Um, but yeah, interesting that he was in town and the Nationals leader was in town yesterday as well. Um, kind of, you know, talking with two flood relief victims and, um, you know, seeing the, the devastation across the region. He was in Rochester, Undira and in Shepparton um, for, yeah, just for the day. Um, but the thing that I found really interesting yesterday was we were up at the, uh, the sports stadium in Shepparton um, where you know the coalition has, has pledged twenty million dollars if they get elected to to the rebuild, which you know they'd still need twenty five from the federal government and council would tip in the rest um, as part of the sixty million dollar rebuild. So there's still a lot of water to go under the bridge, even if they do get elected. Um, but uh, Shane Salid said something interesting about the council wanting to use that sports stadium as the like the flood relief centre, the evacuation centre, um, you know the, the centre where everyone could go to get help. And they couldn't because other, it might have flooded. It nearly flooded. Um, I believe it was... Le- I mean, basketball still hasn't gone back. It goes back next week. But I believe it, yeah. was, uh, it was leaking a lot too. It, well, we walked in and there were six or so buckets on the floor um, that had, you know, a little bit of water in them uh, from the last set of rain. So it's uh, obviously a bit difficult to play up there when it, 
but it does get rained, you know, happening outside, and you know, it's, it's obviously a very, very old um, setup, so it does desperately need that upgrade. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, it was, I just found it was interesting that Shane was saying that you know this is what we wanted to use and we we couldn't because then we'd have to evacuate everyone from here as well. Um, and you know that's yet another reason that um, you know they they want to rebuild it desperately, not just because you now you get the three thousand court, uh, three thousand seat show court, and and the new courts and the new facilities, and you know that would bring tournaments to to Shepherd and sporting tournaments, but also because at a practical level, it it would have been very useful for for this sort of emergency, just like, and it was brought up again this week by Bridget McKenzie, who who came to town with the election well and truly going to year. Another, another river crossing would be quite useful. Um, a, a nice high one that doesn't get cut off. Yep, we all know that. We all know that. We've known it for a long time, but it was kind of brought up again, and everyone seems to say, "Oh, we we really should be. You know, we need this business case. We need this this river crossing underway." And you know, we we asked the government, you know, what's the deal? And they kind of need to, know, a, to need to apply the Nike rule to that one. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, exactly. That they were, they were. Oh, it's a failed federal coalition promise, and they kind of just went. Just stop the politics and just get on and do it. Yeah, Um, that was that was our reaction when that you know two words you know two two sentence statement came in of like, come on, guys, like really. Yeah. Just uh, a comment you made earlier about the Melbourne Cup taking about fifteen minutes. Just in case you you didn't know or you'd like to know. The Melbourne Cup lasts for approximately three minutes and 20 seconds, the actual race. Just just a bit of trivia there. <laughs> yes, oh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm laying it on a little bit. but um, Well, there's all the festivities before and after and all the, exactly. you know, racing was the winner on the day and all those sorts of comments. All of, the, all of that. Well, well, yeah. What else do you need to let us know about, Max? Uh, well, you, you obviously talked to Jamie Lee a bit later on, but the Friar Street Food Festival is on this weekend, which is very exciting. Um, good to see that. that and great thing. weather for it too, I think. It looks like it'll be touch wood. Um, very, very nice over the next couple of days. Yeah, 23 degrees, very pleasant. Mm, um, and no rain, wow. No rain is huge. Um, swinging up to a Chuka very briefly there, it looks like the water is this stage going down, although there's still you know, major flood alerts up in Albury and, and upriver, so they might not be out of the woods just yet, but Sandbags are being removed from the main street, according to Branson Gibson. Um, and the McDonald's reopened this week, uh, which, if that's not a sign of normality resuming, then I don't know what is. <laughs> you can get your nuggets again, kids. <laughs> exactly. Happy meals for everyone. <laughs> Maybe. All right, well, I know you've got to get on a train, or is it a bus? Or, a or bus. don't you know? <laughs> it was a bus this morning, sadly, but... Well, why? Why Why? Why a bus when we've got these new trains? I, that's a good question. We did get the new trains this week. That was something that... I, um, I asked Susanna Sheet about that yesterday, and she said, I didn't know there were buses. So, hmm, big hoo-ha yeah. about new trains and you're getting on a bus. Yep. Oh, and, well. Uh, I, think, I think they're ramping up towards uh, getting more trains later on, and obviously we had the big announcement from from Dan Andrews the other day, or yesterday, day before, all the time is meaningless, but apparently they're going to add more trains, but that'll be a few years down the track, and if they get elected, so who knows? I, all I know is that I'm getting on a bus this morning. And well, so long as it takes you where you need to go, Max, and that all, all is right with, with, with that dark vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Thanks for your time this morning, Max, and we hope to catch up with you again very soon. We'll see you shortly. 
we were talking to Max Steinkamp of the Shepparton News. Ardmona Primary School takes pride in providing every child an opportunity in learning with highly qualified and passionate staff from the local area. Check us out. Search Ardmona Primary School online and take our virtual tour. Our culture is clear and present in all aspects of the school. Our school takes a lead in supporting individualised student learning programs and is known as one of the most popular schools in the local region. Search Ardmona Primary School today or find us on Facebook. Ardmona Primary School, where you'll find fun, friendly students and one big family. Station sponsor. At Outback Real Estate, we understand that to get the right deal, you need to have the right people surrounding you. We know you need the right advice and the right information, so we make the effort to ensure that both the vendors and buyers enjoy their real estate journey by providing a tailored service that's just right for you. Specialising in properties for agriculture and business, we provide services to commercial and residential developers. Visit our new website at outbackproperties.com.au. Outback Properties, where understanding real estate is our business. Station sponsor. Shepparton Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Penella Road, Shepparton and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website shepartonscootersandmobility.com.au 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message re-tractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235 5,000. A 1FM community service announcement. The Aroa Music Festival returns tomorrow, welcoming a massive lineup of outstanding musical acts to the stage. The big weekend kicks off tonight with a free street party. Saturday's offering is a ticketed event being held on Binney Street in Euroa. Buses are available from regional towns and camping is also available. Visit www.euroamusicfestival.com to find out more. This has been a community service announcement on 1FM Live and Local. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.